This is Reverend Chuck Blair. Welcome to our weekly podcast on New Church Live. Great to see so many people here today, and, and, and what, a, what a beautiful Christmas. And, uh, you know, I want to say for the kids in here, like today's service, it's, it's, yeah, there's a lot of adults, but today's service is really for all of you. And, and I think back to Christmas Eve, and I think of how beautiful that night is. My, my parents had a business. So they always worked on Christmas Day, so Christmas Eve was a big deal. So this is a huge deal for me. And it's a story that I want to tell you. It's a story I tell every year, kids. And it's one that means a lot to me. It means more to me, actually, every single year that I get the opportunity to teach it. And I want you just to think of a, of a, of a nighttime, being out at night, and a little fire start. nope. And a little fire starts, not a little gift is given, but a little fire starts, a little campfire. Because I want to tell you the story about the shepherds. And you think about the shepherds, like, like this story, they would have been out there at night, right? And they would have been with their families, and they would have been outdoors, because that's where shepherds lived. And as they were outdoors, they really had two jobs. One was to make sure that the sheep got food, pasture. And the other, the other P word was to make sure that the sheep were, who can say it, screaming out, protected. That the sheep were protected. So they would have had this fire going and it was, it was a way to both keep warm and to make sure that the sheep were deeply protected. And you think about it, just ordinary people, just like you and I, Joe and Jane bag of donuts. That simple. And into that very ordinary life, we read this. This is the first reading. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock by night. So so they would have been sitting, and they would have been seeing this fire, and then they would have seen a star. See the star, kids? You see the star way up there on the right? You see it? Can you see it up there? And they would have seen that star getting brighter and brighter. And then, and then I pictured them standing up and starting to move and starting to go over. And then all of a sudden, this second part of the story kicks in. And it's just an amazingly beautiful part, this second part of the story. Because what do they see in this second part of the story? They see an angel. They see an angel. They see an angel. Now, now you can picture angels one of two ways. You can picture it as, 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 you know, angels kind of on high. But it's interesting in the Bible, like a lot of the time, the angels are walking forwards towards people. And that's the way I'd ask us to think about it this Christmas. Yeah, a star, and then all of a sudden, there's an angel. And it's walking towards these shepherds. Now, all of a sudden, you're out in the middle of the night, and this person shows up who's all glowing. Is that going to be a little bit scary? Yeah. Yes. So here, this is where we start the story. An angel, an angel of the Lord appeared to them. The glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, watch all the adults on cue get this right, kids. They better get it right. Do not be afraid. Well, that was really good. Let's do it one more time. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And I think that's the way the angels would have said. They would have said, don't be afraid. I don't think it would have been like that. (laughs) I think it would have been really simple. It would have been, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Not just little joy or half joy or quarter joy. Great joy. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. 
This will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. That beautiful image of the Lord being born onto earth there. The story goes on. And and this is how I imagine those angels, like those angels walking up to the shepherds and the shepherds' kids, let's all say it once, they'd been all sitting around a what? All sitting around a fire. They were all sitting around a fire. And, and, And I picture these angels walking up to them and then I picture the angels doing this. Walking right up, sitting at the fire with them as well. Now, again, in the Bible, the story's really short, but I'm sure these angels had a lot of things to talk about. I mean, how many of us would love to ask some angel questions? I love it. And I bet you they sat around there, and here's the beautiful part. Here's the beautiful part. Dollars to donuts. But some of the people in that circle recognized some of those angels. A parent a grandparent, maybe a child, somebody who had gone on before, and you can, didn't that give you chills to even think about that? Like a beloved grandfather. And sitting around and starting to hear what these angels were talking about and starting to hear about this prophecy and starting to hear about all these things were coming true. And a prophecy, a prophecy, like it, 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 it's not that it's all fulfilled in that moment. It's just reaffirming that God is with us, that God is with us. And this is how that goes on, our third reading. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now that idea of peace, 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 peace. Can we all say this beautiful word together? Can we all say shalom? Shalom, shalom. That's the word peace here. Beautiful Jewish word, shalom. And it doesn't mean peace like this. Like peace, baby. Shalom means wholeness. Deepest well-being. A fullness of joy. Listen to this, listen to this way to define it. A safe soundness. Incredibly beautiful words there. And they heard these words, and and, and just again, folks, like imagine the prophecy, God arriving, and the prophecy is saying it's going to be about peace. It's going to be about shalom, and it's going to be about goodwill towards other people, including your little brother including your little sister. Like that goodwill that's to ripple out throughout the universe. And as the band comes out for our middle song, the shepherds get these two things. Our job is to hear and our job is to move. Our job is to hear and our job is to move. Listen to this beautiful line. When the angels had left, The shepherds said one to another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And just imagine, folks, as you hear this next song, how they would have done that. They wouldn't have been all afraid like they were. They would have been filled with joy, comfort, and this deep sense of peace. 
that song, that holy night. So, so kids, like we can imagine these shepherds and imagine how excited they would have been. And, and they're, they're coming down out of the hills and, and, and they've seen angels and they would have connected with those angels. Angels would have had these wonderful conversations because the word angel, for those of you who don't know, the word angel actually means messenger. They would have brought these great messages. And then they race down and they find this manger. They find this beautiful manger. And what do they see in the manger? The baby. Now, we have a couple of babies in the audience, by the way. You've got to take a look at them after church. They are sweet. They're beautiful. They're precious. And that was where they would have understood the deepest fulfillment of the prophecy. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. Beautiful piece of scripture. Now, kids, I, I, I want you to help me on this next part. I want you to help me on this next part. Because I want us like to think as the shepherds would have thought. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be racing around with the microphone. I mean, we did this last year. It was just beautiful to hear you kids read. And I'm going to ask you actually to read some things for me. I'm going to ask you to volunteer. Like, who would like to do number one, number two, number three? All right? So we can understand. And, and this, is, this is something that was written thousands of years before Christ was born. Thousands of years before the shepherds lived this story. And what's beautiful about it is the shepherds would have known these stories. This was, this was a time where did people have computers, kids, yes or no? No, they didn't have computers. They didn't have smartphones. They had none of that. So the way stories were transferred to people is they were spoken. And then you memorized them. So they would have known these words. And I want you to put yourself in the place of the shepherds hearing these words being spoken. So I need a first very brave volunteer who's going to read us number one. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. You want to pass it on? Go ahead, go ahead. For unto us a child is born. Now I'm going to have her read that again. When it's in yellow in New Church Live, that means we all say that word together. So when she gets that word, if we could all say it together. Go ahead, one more time. For unto us a child is born. Just for unto us a child is born. Who wants to read the next one? All right. Unto us a son is born. given. Sorry. Could you read one more time? Unto us a son is given. Right? All right. Now, number four. Number four. Who would like to do, do you want to do number four? All right. Who would like to do number four? Be brave or I'll volunteer your parents. Who would like to do number four? All right. Here we go. Thank you. And the government will be upon his shoulders. Excellent. Number five. He will be called Wonderful, uh, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. And we all know that word Prince of Peace means Prince of, could we say it, Prince of? 
Shalom, peace of shalom. And who wants to bring us on home here with number six? Come on, somebody. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Isn't that beautiful? Give everybody a round of applause there, folks. So I love that story, right? Because like, like you think about these shepherds, folks, it was at night. So, so they wouldn't be reading into that. Like, oh yeah, you know, we were walking at night, literally, figuratively. And then we come down and imagine, like, please put yourself in this position. It's so important. We're going to talk about this. They're looking at this baby and they're not looking at this baby going, oh, you two have a really cute baby. They say unto us. Boy, I hope that sinks in and gives you chills. Unto us. A child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. It's an incredibly beautiful prophecy. And what does all this mean? Like, like how can we start to pull this together on Christmas in a way that starts to really shape our lives? So Christmas Eve is this wonderful time, this time to celebrate and connect, but it also is a message to us that can, that can go out throughout the universe, that can go out throughout our lives the rest of the year. And what I want to talk about real quickly is just three pieces of that. And they're all connected to that unto us. Last week, we looked at the fact that the good news was for all nations. That this, this baby born, it was good news for all nations, for everyone. And that is indeed a beautiful, beautiful concept. It's also really interesting to look at this. Christ constantly in the Bible, 81 times, refers to himself, please say the H word there, as the son of humanity. You could say it today, the child of humanity. Beautiful, right? Christ, interestingly, never calls himself the son of God. That actually was a phrase that they used for the emperor. The emperor was the son of God. It was on the money. So other people did call him that. And in a sense, in a sense, he certainly was that. But in a deeper sense, this was the son of humanity, the very child of humanity. When you pull that together, folks, like all nations unto us, it gets to this last third point that I think is so important. When you're a pastor, you come back to the Christmas story again and again and again. And as I came back to it this year, this was the part that was like, oh, where the light bulb went off. And listen to this, kids, and listen to this, adults. We all find God together. Could we say that together? (laughs) We all find God together. There's nobody in here who's running a solo operation. The shepherds, the wise men, Mary and Joseph. It's this thing where we are all finding the baby Lord together. And you think of what that would have meant. You you think of these people looking up into the night sky like like years later, kids, years later, looking up and just just remembering that night and living into that night and, and remembering what that night was all about. And that idea that unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And then seeing, and no doubt they would have followed along Christ's life and seeing him constantly saying, I'm the son of humanity. 
I'm the child of humanity. I am, listen please, I am your child. Care for me. Care for each other. Care for me. Care for each other. So a light gets lit. So a light gets lit. And that light that would have reminded them that we're never alone, that beautiful light that starts to grow over time, that beautiful light that becomes this. And what we're going to do now is we're going to light a candle. We're going to pass it on forward. So as soon as it comes up to you, just pass it forward. This light that starts to come down onto earth so that we can start to see it and we can start to celebrate it and we can start to understand exactly what God was trying to get us to do. So I think, again, like that light and that that little piece of heaven, folks, coming down onto earth, Coming down onto earth and taking its place among us. Now, who would light? I need two kid volunteers, one to light the peace candle, one to light the last candle. Anybody? Come on up. Come on up, buddy. Come on, bud. Let him go first. All right. You want to put the, put the candle right there? And that last light, like, can we, can we just sit for a moment with that? Can you feel the shalom? You can feel the peace. Can you feel the wholeness? Can you sense the gift? Can you allow that gift in some way to just stir gently in your heart this Christmas season? God, your child, the child of humanity, come to live among us today, 2016. That's the place where we can stay, and that's the place where that light can get to be passed on, where we all can become part of that, our own little pieces of the heavens. So the way we're going to close today's service is I'm going to offer a prayer And then you're welcome to come on up. We have candles up here for families to light. You can light a candle to be your own little piece of light. You can put them out along here. I will be over there if you want a family blessing. And then we'll have our last song. And again, we'll ask you all to rise for our last song. And the big message, folks, again, Merry Christmas. So, Lord, thank you for your presence here among us today. And, Lord, allow us to sense that light, that shalom, that peace. Allow us, Lord, to find ways to take that light on and out there into the world. Allow us, Lord, to find ways to allow you into our heart as well. 
And Lord, bless these children, bless these families. As we light these candles, allow it to be a symbol of the light that we'll carry in our heart in the year ahead. Blessings and gratitude. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can support this podcast at www.newchurchlive.tv. 